There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, girl, hey, it's Allison and Gina back again for another appearance as the special guest announcers of the week for supporting Ronald McDonald House Twin Cities. As an added bonus, we've invited our friend and bidding rival back to the studio with us. It's Alan. You guys were Team Algae, right? Does that make us now Team Al-Algae? Algae squared? Algae Al? I guess we'll need to work on that. Maybe we'll have it in time for next year. In the meantime, here they are. Jason and Alexis with producer Holly on My Talk 1071. And welcome back to the third hour. I should say welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning live on My Talk later on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly coming up in just a little bit. It's a choose your own adventure day on Am I the Ass Hat? Mm-hmm. Alexis is going to give us two options, and Holly has a dirt alert. We have a prize to give away and the moment you've been waiting for. More talk about America's favorite mysterious little person, Natalia. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we'll give you info on how you can help donate to Holly's HSA. That and more. It's <laughs> <laughs> a therapy after. It needs. What you witness, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well. You know what? And you're going to need it, too, after yeah. you watch this you show. You know what? I signed me up as well. You're absolutely right. Yep. It's very get, traumatizing. Get your checkbooks ready, your Venmo. Holly accepts all that. Apple Cash, Google Cash. <laughs> we'll tell you how you can. a jar of pennies with <laughs> yeah. the front desk, too. Yeah. <laughs> we got some full bush merch that we're... Um, oh, that's right. Attempting to, well, at least gauge interest. Okay, let's say yeah. that. Then we'll ask Brooke from our promotions department and Jess, can we get a, a limited edition, full bush, Jason and Alexis and Holly State Fair t-shirts. <laughs> or tote bags. Or tote bags. The beautiful illustration of a, of a shrubbery with full bush written on it. <laughs> full bush. That's coming up in a little bit. But right now. Am, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an a- Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Hmm. All right, this is a pick your adventure. Curious okay. to see which ones you guys w- want to tackle this morning. The first one is, am I the asshat because I'm overwatering my co-worker's plants? Okay. Or am I the asshat for, quote, stealing my sister's in-laws? Holly, what do we think? Mm, what are you thinking, guys? Yeah. Which one do you want to hear? Oh, I, I don't even understand the second one. I know, but that it almost makes me curious. Yeah. yeah. Should we go for it? Should we go for that? Oh, yeah. Number two? 
Lex will take it. All right. Okay, am I the asshat for, quote, stealing my sister's in-laws? I always thought that my sister... Now, remember, these are straight from the Reddit feed from very clear point of view, and we are just chiming in how we feel. Yes. And you can, too, of course, call in after. Uh, So a sister, of course, is writing. She says, I've always thought my sister, who's 27, I'm 25, had a decently close relationship until a few years ago when it came out that she thought of me as a, quote, golden child. She held resentment toward me for things I just looked at as typical, more lax treatment of a younger child in the family. I honestly thought the whole thing was pretty silly, especially since we were both years out of being under our parents' roof at this point. So we went a while without talking. We saw each other at family events, but didn't really speak. I was invited to her engagement party as a form of an olive branch extension. It was there where I met her future husband's younger brother, and we instantly got along. So it's sisters dating brothers. Okay. The two of us got to know each other and spent about a year as friends before making it official around a month before their wedding. I love his family so much. His parents are warm and inviting in a way that feels so genuine, even though I was introduced as a significant other. Not to knock my parents, but them being lawyers and working politically adjacent careers, it can be easy to become jaded when you watch them schmooze so many people and it doesn't even reflect their true feelings. I was the first person he ever brought home to them, and they made me feel part of the family immediately. Their youngest brother has been equally as welcoming and has regularly schooled me in Overwatch 2. I think that's a video game. By staying alive far longer than I ever could. Uh, Like, right? They would just, like, join in on the game remotely from each other and play? That's my guess. Anyway, they're playing video games together. Uh, When I told my sister this, thinking it was something that we would bond over, she was angry again. Apparently, she didn't receive the same treatment. This resulted as a big argument, which led to her saying something to the effect of, well, I guess this is what happens when two golden children get together. I pushed back against this, and it further devolved into her pointing out that out of all the people in the world, she couldn't believe I had chosen her husband's brother. She had said she said that I had stolen opportunities from her growing up, and now I was stealing her in-laws. I considered telling my partner's parents about this at one point to let them know the animosity my sister apparently holds toward them, but I decided against it. I really don't know where I stand in this conflict, and at this point, I just need some outside perspective. Should I even care about this? Am I the asshat? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Ooh, we'll take number one, please. Lex. Yeah, do we go back to watering the plants? That's kind of like there's a heavy and a lighter one. It's all right. We can do some squats no, this morning. Yeah. Um, ooh, there is so much luggage to unpack here. Yeah. Well, I I have no so let's start. Should we let's go to the first uh, a layer of the onion? Yeah, the golden child thing. Yeah, I, I don't have siblings, okay, but I have a husband who does have siblings. Yeah, what is- and I'm not saying anything out of school. It is a it's a real dynamic thing. You know what I mean? Sure is. Um, we we joke that we know that Colin isn't <laughs> Papa Haas's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
and I'm certainly not his favorite in-law. We recently ranked where I would be, and I'm dead last of like who he would be most excited to see ever. I'm dead last. Um, it used to be different, but now I think he just tolerates me. Um, and then, like for his mom, everyone thinks that he's her favorite. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. I, I, I say this because it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in both ends, I you know, and on both sides. Yeah. Now, can you imagine two of the golden children on your side and your husband's side get together? Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Holly, help me here. Um, <laughs> you have uh, siblings. Yes, I have siblings. I don't think that the writer, the author of this, is the asshat. However. I would suggest to them maybe they do give some context to the in-laws and to the other members of the family about their relationship with their sister instead of just letting it lie, being like, yeah, this is kind of a complicated thing. Tell me, you know, that my sister is feeling this way. Maybe, you know, adjust your behavior a little accordingly because we do have a complicated family time. Look, you can't help who you who you like. And who you fall in love with. And sometimes that gets messy. Mm-hmm. But if it's going to get messy, then you kind of have to put it out there on the table a little bit to try to mitigate the mess. Yeah. But I understand why the other sister is like, dude, yeah. you're getting up in my business. You mean the sister that it, is like the was, not the golden child? Yeah, so not it, the golden child. Totally understand yeah. why she's frustrated. Where it's like, oh god, not this again. This was my thing. This and was now my thing. Here and, you are. Yeah, but at the same time, the golden child sister, you can't help who you like, and it just so happened to be that way. And are you going to forfeit your happiness just to appease your sister? Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, right there. And you know what? Uh-uh. probably wouldn't do it. I'd be like, you know what? We got to find a way to work this out. That's true. It's funny. I'm looking at some of the comments here. Yeah. And a lot of people like I-, I tend to agree with what you were saying, Holly, like just put it all out there. This is the family dynamics. This is just how we've always operated. And so, of course, this is going to have some effect on how I feel about, you know, her dating my my um, my husband's brother. Um, but most people in the comments are saying that. She is the asshat for tattling on her. Huh. Oh, they view talking, giving some perspective to the mother-in-law as tattling? As tattling. Oh, see, I look at it differently. I think it's giving context and being like, hey, FYI, I want you to be aware of this. So maybe you can help mitigate these hard feelings. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Let's go. um, Let's go to Faith on line one. You got to have faith, right, Faith? <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> hi, Faith. What do you think so, about this? Hi. So we have a similar situation in my family in, in the, the fact that, like, my, my younger sister is the golden child. I even think she's amazing. Like, everybody loves her. She's fantastic. She's clearly been my parents' favorite for the past 40 however many years. She can't help it. Like, she, she doesn't seek it out. Um, you know, you, you, some people are just really charismatic and you just really like them. And I'm sure that, you know, the in-laws, they, they like this other, the golden child for a reason because she's, you know, she sounds like she's just got it, whatever it is. And I don't think it would do any good to talk to the in-laws about it because they know they like her better. You know, I mean, I guess sometimes you just have to accept that 
sometimes you're not the favorite and you make the best of the situation. Well, and I also find mm. it, and it, I got faith. I got this chills is, when you were talking I about that. Faith, you're just <laughs> no, but because I also find it not funny, but uh, you know, I think it's hard sometimes because we can't wrap our brain around the fact that our parents are humans. You know what I mean with yes. human emotion. And I always find it not funny, but it's like, well, of course, um, I don't think there's you. You can't blame them. Not I don't even like the word favorite. But there are kids that they are closer to for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to recalibrate your expectations with that parent. You know what I mean? It's not against you. It's just different. they have more. Yeah, they have a different rhythm and they have more in common with child X than they do with child Z. You know what I mean? I'm not phrasing this well, but it, it shouldn't come as any surprise. And you just have no. to work. You have to work around it. The only thing I would say is when there are kids, then maybe that golden child might want to come in and say something about yes. trying not to spread that favoritism to the grandchildren. Yeah, true. Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, Faith is so smart. Wow. Yeah. Faith, call in any time, Faith. Love you guys. Thank you, Faith. Oh, Faith. Love you, hey, too. Faith, Faith, while we're here, uh, if we can have your credit card number, we're going to be taking <laughs> donations for Holly's HSA uh, soon. So yep. if I you would wanna... love to, Jace, but I leave for Disney on Friday, and I need all the money I have. Oh! <laughs> oh, are you leaving for Disney, Faith? <laughs> I am. We're taking our daughter. That, that's what she wanted for graduation. So 11 days at Disney. Uh, oh! Yeah. If you if you need any help, let me know. I'll be glad to help you. I will. At least just send me a sympathy (laughs) churro, okay, Faith? That's fine. Let me heat my emotions. Just take a bite for Holly. (laughs) See you, Faith. Have a good trip. Oh Oh, god. This is a good in Lex. You pulled a good one. Well, yeah, the other one, you know, whether you're watering your coworkers' plants or not, I thought, well, well, how deep do we want to go today? But yeah, that is wow. Just the realization that Faith had that's like you know, yeah, there's a golden child, and she's my favorite, too. She can't help yeah. it. I, yeah. Huh. Lex, there, are you, there you go. Lex, are you, are you the favorite? I think, well, maybe for one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. For one of them. Um, and it also does just depend on the day, too. Tr- truly. <laughs> truly, truly. Or the I month, know. even. Or maybe even the year. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, where are you? Are you a favorite of any parent, do you I, think? I don't know. Maybe a solid number three. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're like I am with my father-in-law. I, I, I'm probably a solid four with him, but yeah. <laughs> this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Ooh, just in the nick of time, girl. I just have to be real you honest. You did it. Here's a wow. Real, here's a real honest moment. I had to pee pee real quick, and <laughs> I barely got back. I got here just at the nick of time. Nailed it. Pulling, pulling back the curtain. Oh, uh, time yeah. for the dirt. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Uh, Hold your bladder. We've got some Wheel of Fortune news coming with the Dirt Alert. Now, Pat Sajak announced that he's going to be stepping away from hosting duties following the upcoming season of Wheel of Fortune yesterday. And now there's already names being bantered about about who's going to be his replacement. Now, uh, Bloomberg saying that Ryan Seacrest, who just left live with Kelly and Miscellaneous, 
uh, he he uh, he's back out in Los Angeles, so maybe he wants to host Wheel of Fortune. You know, Jason, you made the point yesterday that being a host on Wheel of Fortune is a pretty sweet gig. Girl, working days a little over thirty. That's it. Is, it. It is such an easy gig. Oh, it's such an easy gig. But please, I, and we don't want Ryan. Yeah, yeah, the tepid, tepid reception at best about that news. Well, the no. Goldberg said she would totally be open on it. Oh, can see that completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Whoops would be good. Yes, she would be good. And, and she just, ma- oh, I was just going to say, she answered bluntly. I want the job. I think it'd be lots of fun. I, I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I, I, I would much rather do a job like that than the stress of the view. Oh, uh, yes. Know, ar- arguing, <laughs> especially in the, the state of the world, uh, talking about hot topics right now, like not our hot topics, but it would be so soul draining every day Oh, because of how we are, you know, how society is right now that you can't disagree. You have to hate the other side. I, well, I, this I, is just fun. This you watch people just, spin wheels. Yes, you give them money. Right. You give you you let them buy vowels from you. Uh huh. It's fantastic. Uh huh. And anyway. then you 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 go with your co-host Vanna White, who and fly around the world and say you uh, could be going to wonderful Bora Bora. That's yeah. so true. That's such a good point because Vanna White still has a year left on her contract. Who knows if she'll renew? But Vanna White and Whoopi, that would, would work. That'd be fun. Huh. But oh. also, if you're if you're Vanna, uh, I would also just leave too. <laughs> it's a time, you know. It's t- and just sell my yarn. Oh, yeah, quality. Yeah. It's um very nice yarn. Wait, Vanna yeah. White has her own line of yarn. Sure does. She has an acrylic and a wool and acrylic blend. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't know what to do with that fun fact. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put it over here. <laughs> yep. uh, Luke, oh, speaking of Ryan Seacrest, uh, he's still hosting American Idol. And Luke Bryan is defending Katy Perry from her American Idol quote-unquote backlash. Luke Bryan, a judge with Katy Perry on American Idol, saying she gets picked on for going out and trying to have fun. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. yeah he's, Part of the gig, though. Right, right. He said that Katie's been dealing with stuff like that for her whole career. Yep. And that she's just trying to go out there, trying to make some fun. And he said, Luke Bryan, hey, I think we get set up as judges. We kind of fall on the sword a lot of times. And we get set up where people can get very vocal on social and stuff. And my thing is, I think when me and Lionel and Katie sit down at the desk, in our hearts, we're doing the best we can. Yeah, that's all you can do. See my comments about The View Copy, paste, put over American Idol in a different way. Yeah. I would not want to be a judge on any of these shows right now because of the uh, hypersensitive era we are in. Um, You can't, you know, the people growing up right now, they grew up in an era where everybody gets a trophy. Everybody matters. Everybody's voice. You know what I mean? And you can't, you even, what I mean by that, I'm making a joke, but. You can't give constructive criticism without people getting offended or getting hurt. So I wouldn't want to be a judge on one of these shows. Mm. I just think it would be not fun. That's just me, though. I don't know. Yeah. More of these stories. Yeah. I talk com. We're going to come back. It's time for therapy. <laughs> Natalia, next.
Hey friends, Alexis for Plumon gets pest control, keeping pests in their place, not yours. Let's talk about carpenter ants today. You know, summer, they decide, hey, in June, we're going to get serious about our ant activity. They want to get into your home, and when they're in there, they want to make more. And then those babies make more. They want to create sawdust, burrow into the wood of your home, lay eggs, cause destruction. Uh, if you see any of that sawdust below your windows or doors, you need to call Plunkett immediately. They come into buildings through cracks, doors, windows, through plumbing, electrical. They can crawl along overhead wires, shrubs, tree limbs. They want to get in. And when they're in, yep, they cause destruction. So stop them before they invade your home with Plunkets. Don't wait until it's too late. Enjoy a summer free, a summer free from unwanted invaders like carpenter ants. They can help with so much. Keeping pets in their place, not yours. Plunkets.net or my talk keyword. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. There's a cry across the heartland A yearning for the days gone by And in little old court in Indiana They're happy and they'll tell you why They got butt drugs They love butt drugs Ba-ba-ba butt drugs Ba-ba-ba butt drugs I recommend butt drugs for everybody. I can always count on butt drugs. When I think drugs, I think butt drugs. For all my health needs, I turn to butt drugs. You want hometown service and cheap hot coffee and liquor. Now that's the ticket. You can tell Walmart, CVS, and Walgreens exactly where to stick it. We love butt drugs. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Oh. <laughs> that just recently closed butt drugs in oh. Indiana. Cor- Cordian, Cordian, Indiana, I believe. Uh, the last name uh, was the founder of the company, the family name, B-U-T-T, butt drugs. Uh, yeah, Corydon, Indiana. Old-fashioned drugstore with a soda fountain and all that. Yeah, and, of course, liquor. We just talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. When they closed. Uh-huh. Been open for years. People love one of those great local commercials. Yeah, it's very effective. Because you're like, wait, butt drugs. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Do I need that? Oh. Yeah. Do I need a prescription? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can I self-diagnose? <laughs> sure. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk, streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. Uh, so we watched more. Well, everyone did because Oof. Variety is out with this headline yesterday The Curious Case of Natalia Grace on Max delivers nearly 10.3 million total viewers. Whoa. And this is the story. Whoa. Yeah. This is a story of a Ukrainian girl who was adopted by this family in Indiana. Um, and they thought she was around six. Yeah. She has an extreme, uh, or not extreme, but a rare form of dwarfism. And it turns out 
well, we don't know. I shouldn't say turns out. The parents think she's basically like 20 or something. But when she they got act- her, yeah. When they got her. Because the, this is them saying it, not us. They went to give little Natalia a bath. And they looked down. And she had um, a pubic hair. And then she got a period. Uh, this is according to the family. But the twists and turns didn't end there. So we all watched more. Holly is so traumatized. She wanted Alexis and I to contribute to her HSA mm-hmm. for therapy. Yep. Yeah. We might need group um, therapy for this. <laughs> yeah. And Alexis, you're done, right? Yeah. I just had it on and I finished the whole thing. Six episodes. And uh, uh, wow, there's some. I was told there were only mm. three. I was told there were only three. And then the drop-down menu. Yeah. Said differently. Um, How deep did you get, Holly? Two. Two, okay. That was enough for yesterday. I'm on three. Okay. Oh, yeah. You saw the Nightmare Neighbor one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm really conflicted because you hear, you know, a six-year-old with a full bush. And having period, you know, that kid mm-hmm. can't be six, right? But then you also, we don't know much about her condition, right? No. So maybe that is medically possible, you know? Um, and then later on, you start seeing the way that the mom in particular treated her. And then later on, she's forced to live by herself. And then you wonder, like, if she is, in fact, what the age that they she said she is. Then she's living by herself at like nine or 10 years old. And no wonder she was a nightmare neighbor because she didn't know how to take care of herself. Uh, so then you just start feeling bad for her. Uh, and then then there's the, the son that tells his story that you start feeling really bad for him. All the different positions that he's put in. There's something that the mom apparent, allegedly made him do that's just terrifying. And then... Then later on, you know, this dad is very dramatic in his telling of the story. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's very annoying. Like, at one point, I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> um, <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily always feel that violent. But, wow, I mean, I was ready to drop kick this guy because there's just some things where you're just, whoa. And then later on, at the very last episode when you guys get there, if you get there, um, there's a really, yeah enlightening moment where you're like yep i figured this the whole time and then you're like this was a waste of my time this whole thing real that's how you feel in the end yeah i kind of felt like oh man and then you feel bad and you just really wonder what's going on like who do you trust what's going on can you tell me the exact time (laughs) in episode six give me the time stamp oh it's at the very end like the last six very end yeah yes um, because Girl, then, there's, like then just... there's evidence that wasn't even shown to the judges or the judge and the jury. Uh, but, Jace, what were you saying? Sorry. No, I feel like just going right now to episode six and looking <laughs> at the last few seconds. Yeah, it might change things for you. So do you feel do oh. you feel different? Because Holly and I are about at the same place. Yeah. Do you feel different? Well, I kind of already answered this. 
you feel different in episode six than you did at the your feeling in episode one? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely more confusion, for sure, and also just kind of some heartbreak that this is even going down. And and some of the things, the way that he tells the story, you're like, yeah, I'm on board with you. And then later on, they're kind of revisiting the story, especially at the farm with the electric fence. I don't know if you guys, I can't remember exactly oh, what episode yes. that's in. but when they, they visited the cow farm. Yes, and then they talk to some of the people who work at the farm and their point of view, very different from the father's. And actually, the father tells the story in two different ways that are contradictory. So <laughs> there's just a lot at the end where you're like, wait, what exactly happened? And why are they so afraid of, you know, this person who has a lot of medical issues? And and if she wanted to stab you or kill you in the middle of the night, you know, how possible is that? I guess if you're in if you're asleep, but, you know, the terror that they had, how real was that, you know? So yeah, there's a lot of questions that kind of come into play as you as you're watching it, which makes it a fascinating story. Yeah. But yeah, how are you guys feeling at this moment in episode 2 and 3? I'm feeling like I can't trust any of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, and it will deepen. And then also this whole thing about re-aging by a judge Apparently, this happens often in adoptions to make children more appealing to adopt if they're younger, which I didn't even know that was a thing. A thing, um, but to jump from a judge saying, "Well, okay, you said you're you were you're nine, but you know you've got pubes, you've got your period, you've got you know there's <laughs> you look the way you do." I'm gonna say you're 22. Like that's quite a jump. Yes. And then that is the the big, in the end, um, evidence that really changes how a jury sees if there's neglect or not. Because that's so important to the case. Is she nine or is she 22? Is she a child? Is she an adult? Do you get any answers? Or is it just more confusion? No, you get answers. It's just, um, yeah. Okay. It's just whether or not. You like those answers or not? Okay. And more questions too about what's happening because wow, there's just yeah, the trust thing is huge, and yeah, just how you feel about all the characters. Ugh. Holly, um, would you like me to put up your email address up now for <laughs> yes, donations yes. for Venmo? My Fidelity account number <laughs> can be found <laughs> if you direct message me so I can pay for all the therapy after watching this yeah. curious case. Of Natalia Grace. <laughs> On Max. On now, Max. After hearing all of this, though, will you two continue? How are we feeling about that? Or is it, is it oh, still compelling enough to keep going? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If you just, I, you almost put a nail in it for me by saying that you got to the end and something that happened in the last, what did you say, the last? Six seconds. Six seconds? <laughs> yeah. What? Is it just like text on the screen? It's just something that we've already... Well, no, it's it's a comment. like Kind of almost like a side comment that we have suspected almost this whole time. And then it was kind of... It was confirmed right there. Jumping straight to the end. Straight to the end. I cannot go through any more of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> 
I, I, okay. Yeah. I might watch and a I, little I, bit more. I, and there's so much more. I, 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 there's not, you know, this is spoilers galore, but I, there, you, oh man, guys, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. Okay, the curious case of Natalia Grace on Max. Ten and a, almost ten and a half million people watching it, Woo. and we're three of them. Yep. <laughs> oh Lord! Quite a road, Mister uh-huh. Toad's wild ride. Yeah. When we come back, uh, if you're heading to the airport, uh, one specific one, and uh, you're looking for a kitty, Alexis will tell you what airport you need to go to for that kitty. First Equity Mortgage. Hey friends, Alexis for Rebath, Rebath.com. Effortless bathroom remodeling from start to stunning. See some really beautiful before and after pics at Rebath.com. And you can also stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. You'll see a replica of my bathroom and the choices that we made. It's been more than three years now. Still love our bathroom and love the work. One-stop bathroom remodeling shop. You can sign up to have a designer come to your home at Rebath.com. Let them show you the hundreds of options that they have and how they can transform your bathroom in five days or less. Yeah, pretty cool. They can also transform your life in another way if you're looking for a fun summer job. If you're a fun person from high schoolers to retired folks and anyone in between, you're looking for an extra gig, some extra money this summer. This might be a great job for you if you like to work outside, work at a team, talk to strangers, and get excited about bathroom remodeling and pretty things. They're hiring, looking specifically for the Minnesota State Fair. Contact Julie at Rebath.com. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Wrapping up things for this Wednesday. I just got this email from a friend. We're talking about Kristen Davis having good friends. I just had a good friend said I should probably clarify something that I said earlier. When I was talking about uh, these judging shows earlier, and I made a comment that, da-da-da-da, and the trophy, and everybody gets a voice. Everybody's voice matters. I wasn't saying, like, humanity. I was saying these shows aren't a democracy. When people whine of, like, well, I think I'm great. On a show like that, Everybody doesn't get a voice. It's the three judges you have to face. I wasn't making a general oh. statement about humanity. <laughs> so, ah, yeah. got it. Just the American yeah. Idol audition process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that, um, yeah, great point. I, yeah. Uh, of I, course, we were thinking the way you meant it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just uh, thank you to my friend. I was like, I wasn't making, you know, because I said, Da 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 da, and all voices matter. Of course, I wasn't speaking of humanity. Everybody's voice does matter. I'm talking about people going on these shows, free will, going on these shows, and then being surprised that they are critiqued. Uh, and and the problem is, a lot of these folks come from an era of like everybody gets a trophy, and that's not the way it is. These shows aren't democracies, and not everybody wins. And you got to. And there's a lot of rejection in that business. And if you don't f- learn that the hard way at the beginning, you're going to have a rough road, girl. That's what I was referring to. So just wanted to c- clarify that. I wasn't saying that only select voices matter on these shows. So thank you very much. Uh, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Okay. If you're flying to an airport and yeah. you're looking for a kitty, Alexis will tell you where to go. 
Yeah, this is so cute. I knew we would be talking about Natalia Grace in that curious case. So I thought, well, what would be kind of a fun palate cleanser from that? Yeah. And, oh, my word, the San Francisco airport, they've added its first cat to the therapy animal team that comforts travelers called the WAG Brigade. I guess this was started in 2013. And they bring certified therapy animals into the terminals to make passengers travel more enjoyable. They roam the terminal. They wear pet me vests. So lots of, uh, well, mostly it's dogs, but now they've yeah. added their first cat. Uh, though actually there's a, actually, okay, so they've got the, they've got dogs, which is the number one, but they also have a giant rabbit called Lilu. They have a pig. And then now they've added Duke. Duke Ellington Morris. Oh. Is its full name. Oh. Very official. And it was rescued from the streets of San Francisco in a feral cat colony. He was starving and then adopted by a family. And then they said, hey, this is a special cat. He's got a mild manner, calming nature. So they went through a whole process there. You can't just bring your animal and say, it's my therapy pet. They have to be certified and have to participate in their animal-assisted therapy program. They get the certificate and then... There you go. They join the force there. And so if you want to, you know, San Francisco, the international airport there, if you, uh, you know, see a kitty walking around, there's there's Duke, (laughs) pet pet Duke, and maybe you'll feel better. Yeah. I'm glad they said, don't just bring your cat. Yeah. You you can't do that. Mm -mm. No. No, don't do it. You can't bring your peacock. No, no. no. People have tried that. (laughs) People have Yes. They have. Don't do that. Because you know what? You ruin it again. This is why for we everyone. can't have nice things. You ruin it for the people that really need it. Yep. Oh, and Duke has a jaunty pilot cap. Oh, yeah. They dressed him in he a pilot does? gear. Oh. oh, my God. Cute aggression is real. It is. Oh, my. This kitty. I don't um, even love cats with a capital L, but this is cute. Yeah. Snarling. A little lurking, And then if you, know, if you, if you, uh, don't, you don't think you'll benefit from this, just keep walking. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Just, just keep going. Keep going. You know, you don't have to pet, pet the Alex, the, the giant rabbit, or Lulu, no. that pig. Or Fanny the Lulu. ferret. None of that. No. Yeah. Nope. That's right. Go out there be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lexa Lou? <laughs> That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much, and we will talk tomorrow. Don and Steve Experience up next. Bye for now.